Hello, and welcome to Franchise Surprise, the franchise movie podcast. The only podcast where we know you don't smoke weed. We know this. But we're going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. And if you're listening to this the day it comes out, you are listening on Friday. So we're talking Friday on Friday. That sounds like a, a, a really bad um, talk show. Unlike, Friday um, on Friday. Uh, someone <laughs> yeah. cared, it's some guy the with the last Friday. Friday. Yeah. Uh, the the um, the um the girl Friday from his girl Friday uh, yeah, yeah, uh, reviews yeah. the the uh, minute frame by frame uh uh the movie Friday there we go we got an there. interesting an interesting version of that would be just have uh Dan Aykroyd's character Friday from the Dragnet movie there you go there we go we found it yeah <laughs> folks we got there. One of the, one of the bits from from Dragnet first of all there's the Dragnet rap. Which there's a music video where it's Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks rapping and dancing. Secondly, it's uh, for some reason. And we wonder where Chet Hanks gets it from. <laughs> and uh, another thing is, for some reason, Friday's grandmother's name is Monday. Anyway, that was a weird throwaway joke from that movie that I remember. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in 15, 20 years, maybe. I don't think anyway, I've ever seen uh, Dragnet, but I know they're always posting Friday on the Music Box Twitter. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It was a good bit. Glad they stuck with it. Anyway, um, yeah. So, I'm Nick Lathan. I'm Rip Camalucci. And I'm Peyton Lynch. Yeah, we're talking about Friday on Friday. And, um, yeah. Peyton, you'd never seen Friday before. No, no, I hadn't seen it before. Uh, right off the bat, what are your what, what, you're new to this fran- new to this trilogy? <laughs> what, what, are your, what are your thoughts from this first one? Um, this movie really goes from like zero to sixty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I really thought it was just going to be like a fun romp. It was just like kind of like a slice of life, like into like their neighborhood and their neighbors and everything. And then all of a sudden, there's like a shootout happening. And um and abuse against women and <laughs> yeah, I straight up forgot about the shootout. I forgot about the abuse against women. There, there, there's, there's Gun a good violence, chunk of this. Yeah, yeah. There's a good chunk of this movie that I just forgot about. Yeah, and there's two montages. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I forgot um, about. But yeah, all, I was all like, in I a think sweet ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. I was about like halfway through the movie and I was like, nothing's really happened like yet. Um, and I think I was like pl- t- 10 or 15 minutes in when I texted you all and was like, is this a pot movie? <laughs> <laughs> the, pl- the plot really doesn't kick in until like big worms like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and, I'm going to um, actually, yeah. actually kill you. <laughs> I mean, it's like seated like pretty early. But like you said, yeah, it is very slice of life. You're getting like these like. B, C, and D plots you're seeing like unfold over the course of the the movie, but yeah, and then yeah. like the sun goes down and and then like oh yeah, there's a drive by and yeah. a street fight. Like yeah. you know, you know the plot elements that like Smokey owes Big Worm money and that mm-hmm. if he doesn't give it to him, he's gonna kill him. But that the characters actually don't act like that's a big deal until like well, he near like the end downplays of the movie. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That the the end of this movie is so strange, just because 
There's the drive-by. They run away. They hide in the truck. And all of a sudden, they like seemingly come around the block to where the drive-by would just was. And everybody was like, what was going on? Yeah. And then like they're like, oh, yeah, Debo beat the shit out of Felicia. And Craig, you got to fight. And then there's that whole you know thing. It's just like, I feel like this is all within a matter of like 20 minutes that this happens. I know. Yeah, it happens so fast. Um, I love this world though. Like I saw that it was like an animated series or something. And I was like, it would be such a good, um, TV show just because there's so many colorful characters. And like, like, I want to, I want to know about like all about all the like supporting characters in this, in this movie. Yeah. It, um, something that like I read about, he's speaking of animated series, another Tele, uh, movie slash cartoon we talked about as Clerks, and I didn't realize how how much this borrows from Clerks in regard to like all these characters coming in, and then I even read on IMDb that apparently that's what Ice Cube and F. Gary Gray based it on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. I was watching some of the interviews on the DVD with F. Gary Gray, and he's also like, yeah, this was basically like my childhood growing up. So like, yeah, yeah, you might as well like take the concept of just kind of like. Doing nothing, and yeah, then just to like adapt it to what you here's. Hey, set up a typewriter, kids. Take your <laughs> take your childhood and just set it to nothing, and then add something at the end. And then I you got a movie. That 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 frame of mind I've uh, brought tried to bring several times to the screenwriting, and I'm like, you know what? I fucking grew up in the fucking suburbs in the south. Not shit happened. Just a bunch <laughs> of nerds playing video games and like not just not going outside and watching movies. So what I'm saying is, get out there, folks, and live life. Live a little life. <laughs> so you have something to write about when you, when you yeah. do it. <laughs> um, Nick, how how is this how this movie perform? Oh yeah, I forgot about the box office. Shit. Well, it performed well with my dad. Um, (laughs) Whenever it comes on, he'll watch it. He'll watch it. It performed very, very well with a middle school uh, (laughs) rich Richie Camalucci. Boy, oh boy, did this did this kid love this fucking movie? I love the second one. The second one's my favorite one because that's the one I've growing up. That's probably the same take I had. Yeah, the fucking second one. I haven't seen the second one since I was since it was on fucking Stars back in the day. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to go back and watch the second one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just real quick like going through watching this. I was just like laughing at like just getting to all the parts. Is like what the what fucking part did my dad always laugh his ass at, <laughs> off at? And then got to the part where uh, Smokey can't stop his car. And my dad cackles like crazy every time that comes on. God, that is a great part. Also, another like uh, underrated uh, moment uh, earlier in the movie when it's a flashback to Red trying to get his bike back from Debo. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Red's and the dad guy comes goes out. right in there. Oh, the and, dad comes and, out. Yeah, and tries to confront Debo. And he's like, what you gonna do? He's like, nothing. Nothing at all. And Charlie just walked by when I was watching it. She just like laughed her ass off. And it's like, God damn, this movie, this movie's so rewatchable because like, damn, you just pick up on like the smaller and smaller things with each, mm-hmm. each viewing. Got like little things in the background, like the posters that some of them have, like people, you know, different characters have up. Fuck, it's so good. Yeah. All right, here's the box office stuff. So it came out. April 28th, 1995. Amazing that it didn't come out earlier around the 420 region. <laughs> um, 
you know, you could have, could have, uh, that would have been a big draw. You I think, think the suits anyway. at New Line I feel Cinemas. like it was maybe a little bit before 420 was really meme, memeified or like people were really like, I don't know. We need, we need, I was five need, years do, old, do, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> we need to do those Google <laughs> analytics of uh, when, when 420 really hit off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I, as someone who, uh, spent a lot of time in Key West around 1996. Uh, I will say the amount of uh, uh, alien take me to your dealer slash uh, 420 shirts were abundant. So I think okay, it was, uh, then it was maybe probably, just kind of yeah, popping yeah. off in the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is what spurred it. Yeah, also, yeah. boy, oh boy, I would love to get my hands on a take me to your dealer shirt today. That would be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I'm what I'm picturing in my brain is an alien wearing Rastafarian gear because that's probably <laughs> it's the green like stick aliens from yeah. South Park because that was also just starting to bop off and mm-hmm. then uh, and then yeah then they got the Rasta hat and dreadlocks and yeah and it just says in like Comic Sans font but under it take me oh and it's holding up a peace sign of and course it's, and, and it's got a joint in its mouth and the eyes are red uh, and then, yeah and it just take me to your dealer boy. Where's the, that red bubble? Where is our red bubble up and running yet? What's going on? Well, we got the arcade audio store. It's that shirt, but it's it's uh, um, but it's big worm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big perm, yeah. Big perm, big I, worm. I'm obsessed with big worm's wig in this movie. It's so bad and it's so funny. And the we'll, we'll in the it. first scene where he's he is wearing the rollers in his hair is so funny. Mm-hmm. To me. All right, so here's the box office for okay. it. So it was, came out April 28, 1995. It was not number one in the box office. Can anybody guess what the number one in the box office was? April, end of April, 95. Hint, Five. it takes place in Chicago. I've been to the apartment where the main character Child's lived. Play? No. Oh, fair, uh, not Ferris Bueller, right? Child's Plague. Child's, Child's Plague came out. Y'all, y'all were thinking 80s. This yeah, I know. Wait. <laughs> the apartment came out in the mid-90s? The apartment is in Logan Square. I think it's on Logan Boulevard, actually, yeah. I got nothing. I don't know. It was the Sandra Bullock vehicle while you were sleeping. Oh, Fuck. nice. Uh, well, hell yeah, that's great. Oh boy, what a time! What a time at the cinema. Yeah, that was number so, one, and that's amazing. That was number one. Um, the movie is near and dear to my heart. And <laughs> anytime I reference it around Regina, she always chuckles and goes, "Bill, uh, Bill Pullman's dumb jacket." She just references the dumb jacket because he has a reversible denim jacket. And like you're thinking, like, "Oh, does this guy have one, two jackets?" No, he just has a reversible jacket. Anyway, I the, want that jacket. The L stop that Sandra Bullock works at. In the movie, is that the Uptown stop? Uptown Red. No, it's it's in the loop. It is in the loop. Okay, it's in the. I think it's the uh, shit. Because I get um, stop. I get that confused yeah. with no. You're right. Because I get well, that confused it's the with shit top. It's the, the platform shit. that John Cusack's on in uh, fucking High Fidelity. Sorry, that's it's, my bad. I, I will say it is a shit uh, stop <laughs> because uh, the view of that stop is Trump Tower. <laughs> what oh, it's, is, oh i know which one that is it's um it's, um, it's the orange line right wabash is washington yeah. and wabash that's the one it's an orange line yeah mm-hmm. orange brown as well which funny enough if you watch that um i think they're going on the orange line at the end of that movie 
uh, on their so. honeymoon. Anyway, yeah. we should do a, a season about uh, while you were sleeping. We'll just watch so that. Taking the train times. to Midway. That's what I was wondering. Even though Bill <laughs> uh, Bill Pullman's character lives in like, I think they live they live in one of the western suburbs. I think it's Forest Park. Yeah, or Oak Park. One of those parks. That sounds right. Anyway, all right. What, what are we What's talking next? about? Oh, yeah, Friday. <laughs> what was number two? All right. Yeah. Number two was Friday. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. It did pretty good. Yeah. Um. It actually, is, it holds strong. It's in the it's in the top five for the next few weeks, nice. which is good. Number three, um, another staple of the childhood would be Bad Boys. Ooh. Yeah. That's another trilogy. I'm surprised we didn't draft. Yeah. Try to draft in the West. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Number four was the Liam Neeson movie Rob Roy. The only thing I know about it is that uh, he's holding a musket. Uh, on the poster or in the VHS cover, I used to see it all the time at Blockbuster. I'm Never assuming it. it's about an Irish war. It's a Scottish war. A Scottish war. Well, <laughs> uh, he plays Rob Roy McDonald. Anyway, uh, number five was John Carpenter's Village of the Damned. Number six was uh, not just any movie; it was a goofy movie. Oh baby! Uh, I saw I saw that one in theaters. Also, Village of the Damned was <laughs> no That's a remake. Right? I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. I'm thinking of so the, Queen yeah. of the Damned. Yeah, with, that was yeah, um, with Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, sequel to Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. That was an Anne Rice novel uh, adaptation. Yeah, um, Village of the Damned was the remake of the British Village of the Damned. With the creepy children, right? Mm -hmm. That movie's fucking dope. It feels like a fucking Twilight Zone episode. It's great. Love that movie. Love the original. Haven't seen the new one, uh, because I heard it's bad. Anyway, number seven was Kiss of Death, which... What is that movie? Is that a, is that a that feels like a Steven Seagal? It's it's either that or it sounds like a, uh, like one of those erotic thrillers. Oh, it stars, uh... Oh no! Yeah, that's a Nicolas Cage movie. That's right. Yeah, it's um David Caruso, Samuel Jackson, Nicolas Cage, Helen Hunt, the Tooch is in it too. Michael Rappaport, Bing <laughs> Rhames, <laughs> Philip Baker Hall. Uh, am I watching this movie tonight? <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm adding this to my letterboxed watch list, baby. Go. Um, anyway, that was the that was number seven. As soon as you said David Caruso, I felt incredibly vindicated with the erotic thriller. Yes. I hate, oh, yeah, yeah. I hate Nicolas Cage's goatee in this movie. Um, I don't know why you gotta throw all so much hate at Nicolas Cage's uh, goatee. Anyway, where 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 are we talking? Where, where are we at? What's number after? seven. That was Kith of Death. Yeah. Number eight is. Top Dog, and I think that's a Chuck Norris dog movie? Yes, it is. That is exactly what that is. <laughs> uh, that's a genre that you this love, is... Rip, is the uh, dog cop film. The, dog buddy, the, the buddy cop dog movie? <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, I will. Boy, I was put on this earth to debate the... Eric the, Von the, Detten. To All debate right. K-9 versus any other buddy cop dog movie. I haven't seen K nine. I, I watched Turner oh. Hooch like for the f- for the first time like all the way through a couple years ago. K nine is superior. I'm telling you. Yeah. Should should that be a season? Just us watching. Uh, I think Buddy there Cop are dog movies. I think there are at least like three K nine movies. <laughs> Meet the two toughest cops in town. Oh God! <laughs> it's a dog with his hand. Yeah. Anyway. Just paw. 
Nicholas. Thank you. <laughs> no, dogs have hands. <laughs> this is such a time capsule of like what 90s movies were like oh, yeah. when they were coming out. Holy shit, yeah, there are, like, there's K911, I was going to say K911, and then uh, K9PI. Yep. Which, um... Which I appreciate, because it implies that they've left the force, and are, you know... (laughs) I love how they're all around the same quality, because K9 has a 6 out of uh, 10 on IMDb, and then K911 has a 5.6, and then K9PI, they found the groove, another 5.6 for that one as well. Hey, you know, model of consistency. Thank you, Jim Belushi. (laughs) It was all him. Number nine was uh, Don Juan DeMarco. Is that that uh, Marlon Brando, Johnny Depp movie? Yes, it is. I remember catching that on, like, Encore, because we had it for free. That sounds like a movie that would be on Encore. And I was like, oh, there's Marlon Brando and Johnny Depp. I should probably watch this. And it's not been relevant in uh, my life since. Until this very moment. Oh, I remember this poster for Don Juan DeMarco. Yeah. And then uh, number 10 is Circle of Friends. Don't know what that is. Let's look it up. Is that the... Chris O'Donnell Mini Driver? Yeah, Mini Driver movie. That's that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this movie. This feels like some shit my mom would have watched back in the day. Anyway. It's funny, back in the 90s, uh, mom was all about like rom-coms and shit. Now she's all about the thriller. She's always watching thrillers. Or like, <laughs> anyway. She needs some thrills right now. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch a thriller when I'm not watching uh, Below Decks. <laughs> Isn't did, you watch, uh, did you yeah, watch... Yeah, Below Deck, yeah. What was that Ben Affleck, Anna de Armas uh, thriller? Deep Water or something like that? I don't think so. Well... <laughs> Everyone's out here complaining about no more Adrian Line movies. Well, here you got goddamn Adrian Line movie right on Hulu for you. I don't even. Anyway, she. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't usually talk to her about movies because I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I watched a movie you'll like," and she's like, "Oh okay, I, I'll I might watch that." <laughs> Never hear about it again. So Friday, the budget was three point five million. It made its money back times two. Opening weekend with six point five million, a total domestic because this did not do well overseas because it is a comedy. Uh, made twenty seven point four million dollars total, so pretty successful movie. It was uh, it was written overseas though. It was written Ice Cube wrote it while they were on a European tour, um, and uh, he was like faxing pages over to F. Gary Gray in the pre. Now that's not that's not what straight out of Compton led me to believe. That's exactly why I brought it up because I knew I knew you wanted to talk about it. Because in straight out of Compton, there is a scene in which he types the words "You got knocked the fuck out" and hits the uh-huh. enter key real hard, and then starts dying laughing. Right. And then his wife's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, I'm just writing a little movie called Friday." Well, you don't remember, like, you remember how in music videos they had like the credits, like in the little left hand corner. There was an asterisk under those credits that said, "This is a replication of true events that happened." Oh, uh, okay. But, uh, you know, we all know how, you know, the, 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 the caveat with true stories. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, hot damn, I how good was it. women talking? Oh, yeah. 
We're recording this right after the Academy Awards. Uh, we all watched Women Talking this weekend. Great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Good on good. Amazon Prime I think, for really like, I think the instilling women a sense a of urgency. More. Yeah. Do what now? I, I was listening to y'all both talking at the same time, and I was mainly listening to Peyton. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I was uh, too loud. Um, but I agree with Peyton. And that every time we weren't in that fucking barn, I wanted to get back in that goddamn barn. Right. Unless right. we were getting a story about uh, Ruth and Cheryl. Um, <laughs> and everyone's like, Spoiler alert about. for women talking. Spoiler for women talking. There's two yeah. horses named Ruth yeah, and Carol. There's two named Ruth and Cheryl. Everyone's talking I about freak- the deer, the donkey. What about the Ruth and Cheryl? Give them their oats. <laughs> for fucking real. I, I, by the way, I still haven't watched the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. But the um, I freaked out during women talking. Because uh, the woman who kept telling the story about the horses, that was the reporter from Die Hard 2. And I was like, why does this woman look familiar? And I looked her up and I was like, oh, Sheila McCarthy from Die Hard 2. And I, I was like, let's go, baby. Get that Die Hard 2 up in here. Why couldn't Bonnie Bedelia be in uh, Women Talking? I know, huh? I know. That'd be fun. Man, you got fucking... <laughs> you got... Oh, God, who was that? You got Judith Buckley. Like, oh, yeah, last year I was in the, the, the other daughter or whatever, and you got fucking... Die Hard 2! We, we, I couldn't is, get over goal. Frances McDormand being in, like, two minutes of the movie. Straight yeah, up, she's I like, forgot I'm, she was in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, like, I'm, produce, she's <laughs> like, I'm producing it. Um, I'll be in two scenes. Yeah. <laughs> that was... that was I just, like... It, it wasn't until the end that I, like... I, I completely forgot their fucking storyline. I mean, it was pretty self-evident when you got to it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get you what your deal is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but damn. Oh, and not the, you know... Be the 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 white guy that brings up the one white guy in the movie, but uh, uh, old Ben Whitshaw, man, holy hell, he was good. Very nice job. Mm-hmm. Damn, bring bring it bring it in some real Paddington energy with with this role. <laughs> and hey, men take notes saying all the right things, and not because he knows that's the right thing to say, but because it is the right thing to say. Anyway, at the beginning of this fucking movie. The one thing that's bothered me the most about this movie, real quick, decades can I talk about, now. I want to talk about Ben Wishaw's pin of choice in this movie because it just it bothered me. I hate those pins, and I'm like, what pin he said it. Hey, it was one of them plastic ones with the cap. It's like it, they're oh. they break real easily. Yeah. Like you could just pinch it and it would snap. It's like a thick, like this. It wasn't no, what even that. It was the weaker. It was um, it's like clear and you could see through it. And there's a cap. Okay. I, it might be a big. Yeah. All right. I mean, this is 2010 Amish country, so you know them. Maybe you know pen technology. They, they over here rocking some 1990s pens. Anyway, that was also a crazy part of that movie is just being reminded every so often that this is 2010. Yeah. Anyway, women talking. Go watch it. It's not on Prime anymore because it was only up there for three fucking days. It's a crazy move by Amazon, but like. Fucking got our asses to watch it. Absolutely. I was like, oh shit, the clock's ticking. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm never going to watch The Pale Blue Eye. It's on Netflix. I, it's been a month. It's been on Netflix. Long. We had the, the, the movie in the league, and it, I would have benefited from it, but I didn't come in, we didn't come in last, Charlie and I, and that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Um, sorry if we're anyway. talking a little bit too much about uh, our fucking bullshit fantasy league, but our uh, draft is this Thursday, and I'm I for one, am ready to to not be as bad as last time. I um I've learned my lesson. 
Um, but this is a different beast, anyway. It is. It very much is. So, yeah, I have no idea got, what I, to pick for this one, for sure. I, I got I got my picks picked out, so. You got your budget set, though? What is it? It's like 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna and pick I, one. I'm just gonna pick one movie, and then the rest of them, I'll be like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got some ones that I think will do well. So I'm gonna good, that good. people aren't like freaking out about. I think. Yeah, yeah, anyway. that's good. All right, Friday. We're not done talking about movie <laughs> league stuff. Uh, one awesome opening shots. Um, it actually opened. The movie opens with our New Line Cinema logo, which the house Freddie built. Oh boy, love seeing that. I I most closely associated with the the the, the Ninja Turtles. Um, just puts you in a great place out the gate. But then it like opens with a quote from the movie over that. I thought that was weird. weird. I forgot about that. Yeah, and I thought that was weird. Like I remember it not being weird at the time because I remember on like my burn mix CDs, I would just put quotes like in between songs for fucking personality i don't know um and so i I thought it was like some sort of like i don't know it was just weird because this no one never does that i feel like it's very 90s i feel like a lot of 90s movies start like that like with a quote or like some weird thing a voice over the new line logo yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's always the new line logo like this is a very like like ah we gotta spice up this new line logo what we got throw some throw a quote over it (laughs) I think that I, I think about this. I think this movie. I've heard the jokes and quotes more on like mix CDs and like rap albums more than I've actually heard them in the movie. <laughs> it's funny. I had never seen the movie, but there were like lines and scenes that I was like, "Oh, I know this," because like people yeah. were saying this at school or something. Yeah, like when they're Straight both up. like, "Damn!" I was like, "Oh, that's what this is from." Oh, I've seen that gif. Yeah. <laughs> and, then you, uh, and then you you texted us like, oh, shit. Is this what Bye from Felicia's from? Is this what Bye from Felicia's from? I know. I, I need to talk about that real quick. So <laughs> in Straight Outta Compton, I just got to, because I love Straight Outta Compton. It's a great movie. Um, There's a part where it's a throwaway line. It's just uh, O.J. Jackson Jr. paying tribute to his father saying mm-hmm. bye, Felicia, to a random groupie. And then, like, I saw, like, a headline, like, a couple days later. It was, like, the shocking origins of by Felicia. I'm like, no. That was Damn, that was dog. a throwaway line. Like, I that wasn't even. I didn't know you saw your homepage to clickbait.com. <laughs> I think it was on, like, oh, you're talking about Twitter.com? Yeah, it, Twitter.com was my homepage at the time. Because that was just straight up, like, somebody tweeted that, like, tweeted that article on Twitter. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, no, it's not. Like a New York Nick came out of nowhere. <laughs> he, he prowls the sweet streets of Twitter. Get out of here with this news. That's what Elon Musk wanted to put instead of, like, the community notes at the bottom yeah. of the tweets now is just Nick. Just a little video going, ah, come on, get out of here. Get the it's fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with this up here. Um... Right off the bat, I, I just need to talk about. Uh, I had, this is the least amount of notes I've ever taken for a movie. By the way, it's mostly just quotes. What made me laugh and like random plot points because there's really no plot of this movie. The main plot is they're trying not to get killed because they owe Big Worm two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, and um, I love Tiny. Uh, uh, was it Tony Tiny Lister is credited in this movie as Tiny Zeus, Zeus Lister, Lister. Junior. <laughs> yeah, you know what the Zeus is from, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's your point? 
<laughs> I, anyway, I just thought it was funny that he's Zeus that he's, in this one. And that then, he's like, carrying his his wrestling gimmick that he got from the movie where he played a wrestler named Goose. He's not Goose, Zeus. Uh, that's a different movie. Uh, but then ended up wrestling as Zeus at SummerSlam and several other times. That? Are you talking about that nickname? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. And, like, more than anything, when it comes to... Um, Tony Lister, Tony Tiny, I'm just t- Tiny Lister, whatever he wants to be called. Um, <laughs> what you call it? Uh, I don't always. I never think about this role. I always think about him in uh, the Dark Knight because I remember freaking out when I saw him, and he says, "Give it to me." <laughs> <laughs> so I straight up like associate uh, 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 Tiny Zeus Lister with obviously. Uh, so fucking much just because not only did we watch the shit out of Friday growing up, not only did he wrestle, it's like in the fucking prime of me watching uh, uh, wrestling as an impressionable young child, but uh, 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 he also, um, uh, uh, we also like would just call like stealing things like getting deboed or deboed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I did, I knew that before I even knew this movie. Yeah, as, that was. I- was that a? I don't. I need. I need. We need to do an involuntary poll of people finding out. Is that a southern thing? Because like I know we used to say like Debo. Like oh yeah, he Debo. Like anything that got stolen was Deboed. I for the sheer fact that I I for the longest time thought it was just like a regional thing. I think it's safe to say if if y'all were saying it, like I think it's safe to say that it was kind of happening around around the country, especially in was California. It? That's yeah. that's probably what he was named after. Maybe yeah. the act of. But yeah. I just knew when I saw all Regina King and Nia Long's name in the credits, I was like, mm-hmm. I feel safe here. I feel <laughs> welcomed. I feel like I'm I'm going to be home, you know? And they're I, fucking uh, excellent, too. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, forgot yeah. Regina King was in this movie. I want I want a movie about her character. Like I want to know what what she's up to the whole time we don't see her on screen because she seems like the oh, coolest you, person there. We want to we, we're we're gonna <laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern this shit. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> I I feel like if this were a movie to come out today, that is sort of the sequel that would right like, right the exploration of the world is what would happen yeah. instead of just yeah. like in the next one, like Craig just goes to stay with his cousin. You know, right, right. Now, okay, it. I know we're jumping forward to next Friday, but is that supposed to be the fi- the final the next week that Friday? Um, I don't think that's a stretch. I don't because it's called recall, next Friday, right? I don't recall off the off the top of my head, but I do believe that that could be the case. Yeah. Anyway, it's, um, it's and then, well, I guess then we'll that one, and, the, <laughs> we will find and then, out. And then the sequel to that is Friday after, Friday after next, so it's, it just takes place over the course of three weeks, <laughs> which you funny. know might not be the case because that would really well. I guess no, because if it's over the course of three weeks, people would have like Christmas lights and stuff up in Friday. The um the and plus the plot of Friday after next makes no sense because of um anyway we'll get into it yeah, uh, <laughs> that's in the coming weeks on franchise surprise <laughs> so let's see my next note I have is uh that's too much Captain Crunch Craig dude okay <laughs> that huge One, bowl yeah <laughs> I've I've always wanted to do that 
Uh, and also, uh, 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 technically not Captain Crunch, technically Crunchies. Um, and then, uh, uh, right, I'm fucking done with this podcast. Okay. You know what? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny. I just wanted, I, I, it stuck in my head because it's always funny whenever they have to like amend the logos and the name brands of things. Cause they just don't have the fucking permission <laughs> to have them in he's, there. He's, he, he's wearing like an air force fatigues. Yeah. But well, no, it's straight up still just the captain. Yeah. But then they just replaced like <laughs> Captain Crunch with Crunchies. And that's just, just always very funny to me. Um uh one, I've always wanted to do that. But two, the thing that's bugged me for for fucking over a decade now is Craig would know the milk's fucking empty. He would feel how light it is in his goddamn hand. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun shot, it's a fun gag. But it doesn't it doesn't pass muster. Are you are you pointing out holes in the Friday <laughs> I'm the, franchise? I'm the Neil deGrasse Tyson of the Friday franchise. In real life, he would be able to know that the garden was empty. Also, that bowl sitting on the top shelf would be very, very dusty because I feel like it's sitting next to a, an air vent. <laughs> Anyway, you gotta keep well, the bowls in the cab to get the dust off of it. Anyway. Here's the thing: Craig clearly does not have his shit together. No, I mean he got fired. He got fired, fired on his day off. On his day off. <laughs> oh, has man. has anyone here been fired? I've uh, been. Uh, well, I was let like, uh, go. Yeah, yeah, let go. But nothing. I like mean, because COVID. Like, yeah, the, no. Get the I've fuck never out been here like, now. Yeah, yeah. I've never been. You've like never been shit canned. No, because I'm not a piece of shit, Rip. <laughs> well, I won't tell my story then. <laughs> What'd you do? Did you did you steal boxes? You trying um, to go clubhouse? I was trying to. <laughs> Man, I was trying to fucking party, <laughs> and and I couldn't get anyone to to take my opening shift the next oh, day at Sketchers, and so the Sketchers did not open on time. <laughs> Of course you got fired from Skechers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I quit before I came in. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> oh, I, I, think I, I, I think I left a note that said, if if no one shows up to open, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> but if they do, then I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so I did kind of get fired trying to have a day off. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if nobody's here, um, I quit. <laughs> it's just a post-it note on the fucking glass door outside. Somebody shows up trying to buy some fucking shape-ups. Like, look at his little bitty ass side going, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on at the Skechers? Uh, there, there, there's something, something's afoot. You, you see what I did there, Janice? It's called a pun. <laughs> anyway, let's go down to JC because they're cheaper there. Anyway, they're both wearing "Take Me to Your Dealer" shirts. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they just oh, got man. back from their cruise to Key West. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so fucking funny, though. Um, man. So watch watching this movie, like growing up, 
in my adolescence, my biggest takeaway was always uh, Chris Tucker because it's also, you know, the Rush Hour movies are coming out, Fifth Element. It's fucking Chris Tucker. Yeah, all of it. You know, he's he's the man. And I think, so it's uh, like, yeah, he's Smokey. Oh, man, Smokey. We're all, you know, we all want to, you know, Smokey's fucking hilarious. But but growing up, uh, into my adult years, John motherfucking Witherspoon is so fucking good in this movie. I wrote down how much of uh, John Witherspoon dialogue was improvised, and I'm pretty sure the answer is 100%. <laughs> the, the, the range that this man shows from... Given a given a a, a, a father son speech while while taking a duke, yeah. uh, I couldn't take the sound effects in that scene. That was too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> I could like visually see his asshole opening and closing as he shot. Like it was too visceral. I love the idea. That, that... And by the way, that was that was room tone. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was gonna say I love the idea of like Foley. Like trying to just match his energy, <laughs> just like no, they're not intense enough. They need to be bigger. You know, know that, 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 now that, that I look this up, I, I always wonder why it says Friday won Academy Award nomination, and it's for best sound. <laughs> <laughs> toy with me like that. Um, I was gonna say earlier that like there's so many lines and just like the way words are said in this movie that have just made their way into my everyday way of communicating, and it's not in this movie, but there's a, a little jingle that John Witherspoon has in Next Friday that I just oh boy I say it all the time I have a burrito, um, oh, but yeah. yeah he's like playing like he's like playing up the most slapsticky elements that he could but then also he's having like these incredible like tender moments with like Craig in Craig's bedroom when he sees the gun and like mm-hmm. at the end and everything it's 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 like he's 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 really fucking incredible in this movie he's yeah. uh yeah he's he's fucking he's fucking great he's yeah he's easily the best part of everybody this in this movie is so good I mean I was thinking that when I was watching the credits and it's like it's crazy, like how stacked this movie is of like black actors and like the tiny roles that like Regina King has and like Nia Long and like obviously they were a lot younger here and maybe we're not weren't as established, but it also like shows goes to show like how how like um how rare it was for black actors to get like opportunities to be in films and stuff. So mm-hmm. like literally everyone in this movie is so good cuz they're they don't this is like their only opportunity to do something. Uh, well, want that a thousand percent, and also just like how deep the talent pool has always right. been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, but yeah, fucking Michael Clark Duncan is a goddamn extra in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan is an extra. Fucking uh, yeah, Faison Love, mm-hmm. Tony Cox. Yep. Bernie I'm Mac. always happy when I see to- Bernie Mac. Um, um, yeah, Regina King. Oh God, who else? Uh, co-writer of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, DJ Pooh, who also yep. co-wrote this movie. <laughs> uh, who was also uh, one of the, the the clerk at the convenience store. Oh, that was F. Gary Gray. No, yeah, that was F. Gary Gray, not DJ Pooh. You're right, you're right, you're right. My DJ Pooh plays bad. Red. That's right, that is, yep. That's on me. And then uh, Chris Tucker, of course. 
Anyway, we, we talked about emails. So t- uh, uh, real, real quick, also, just, just a, a, a very informal poll. It is amazing to me. This is, nothing, this is not an informal poll. Uh, it's just a platform. It is amazing to me how many families just have, like, open bathroom policies. Like, I don't know. That's a thing. I'm not just oh, like the like the leaving the door open instead leaving of leaving the door it. open or like uh, coming in. Like that's that's like very normalized in a lot of house more households than I ever realized. I think in my house, I was pretty much the only one that locked the door. Why? 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 Why do you not lock? The- <laughs> I don't know. People are weird. <laughs> Our, our family's just crazy. like no, you gotta you, you gotta be wearing out. you gotta yeah <laughs> you stay out of here. Like everybody's gotta leave the house if somebody's <laughs> going to the bathroom. No, like straight up, uh, if Charlie and I didn't have two bathrooms, like I don't know that we'd still be together. Like that's been the linchpin of our relationship is having bathroom flexibility. That you know you know, you don't need fucking Doctor Phil to tell you get two toilets. <sighs> My goodness, I want to know because I. I don't think I've actually seen that many weed movies. Um, but tweet tweets tweets. tweets. But um, is it always like so over exaggerated? Like the effect that weed has on people? Like I feel like I feel like the I feel like Ice Cube is like having like delusions, and like I've I've gotten high a couple times before, and I don't think I've had delusions. Seen heads uh, and cupboards, it, it, it's it's for it's, it's, a second. For I a, thought a, it was going to come out that like it was laced with something or something. Right. Or... Yo, a thousand percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 called it's called a uh, for comedic effect, Peyton. Right, right. You, uh... <laughs> it is though very weird because like obviously I saw this before I I was ever even close to smoking weed. Right. So right. like I just had this completely other fucking perception that I was going to like hallucinate and shit. <clears throat> when I smoke, when I do smoke weed, right. um, and then smoking weed, realizing it's nothing like that at all, and then like being very confused because you would assume that Ice Cube, you would assume or presume that Ice Cube has been high before and would would know what it's like. But but to answer your question honestly, Peyton, this kind well, of they said Craig doesn't really me. smoke, but yeah. But even then, like the actual effects are, are yeah. Well, I mean, it's established in the movie that you know they're saying it's endo, but he's actually smoking outdo. Yes. Um. Thank you, Nicholas. Uh. <laughs> uh I now know what you mean by are, you just. Are we seeing me off? Is that, is, that, is that what we just um, said? But yeah, I straight up did not write lines. These are all just from memory, anyway. Um. <laughs> There are a few things that they did get right, uh, like w- water when you're stoned is the goddamn best. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's also like when it's not the moments where it's not as exaggerated. I like it's Ice Cube's very funny in a way that I don't know that he knows he's being funny. Like when when uh, uh, Neil Long's character is just kind of like, you know, are you high? And they're both on the couch, and he's just kind of like. Yeah, he's like he wipes himself down. He's like, "Do I look better now? Do I still look high?" (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's just kind of like he's 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 not like acting this well, but but what's happening is very funny. But also is like this other layer on top of this other thing. I was I don't know. I also that that whole scene is very fun. 
There's actually the deleted scenes for this movie are fucking excellent. There's a whole extended munchies sequence um, <clears throat> that includes uh, you- <laughs> um, a third put some water on it because uh, the big bowl of cereal is just in the fridge. And Smokey's just like, well, what are you looking for, man? You got a big bowl of cereal on here. He's like, there's no milk. He's like, put some water on it. So like, boom, they got out a roll of threes. But again, all these cuts are fine because the movie's fucking 90 minutes and it fucking sings. Um, And there's also... Well, it does uh, does kind of lag in the middle. I mean, you know. uh, uh, They also make sugar sandwiches, which is also a very weird and funny thing to me. Even though they didn't Um, have any sugar? uh, uh, in, In that sequence... Um, uh, Smokey is, uh, coming back with sugar from his house. And there's I also see, a whole scene with his mom yelling at him to not send the sugar. <laughs> Peyton got excited because he thought he found a plot hole. No, no. We, 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 I would have, I would have oh, loved to have seen more, more of, uh, of his mom. <laughs> I thought his mom was so funny. She, yeah, she definitely has like a, definitely more of a, uh, an extended part in, in that deleted scene. There's also... Nick, you mentioned John Witherspoon just improvising all of his lines. There are also extended cuts of uh, just some of his rants towards Craig uh, in the kitchen and on the toilet. It's he's it's he is a he's a he's a, he was a goddamn national treasure. I need uh, I'm looking it up right now. Hopefully it's still on there. But you know, of course he was uh, he was a granddad in the Boondocks. Yeah, it's on yep. there. But uh, if you go on YouTube, Regina King did a voice on the Boondocks of uh, Riley, I believe. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but if you go on YouTube and type in Dear John Weatherspoon, watch all of those videos. They're amazing. It's him in like a smoking jacket just giving advice. And it's like <laughs> dear it's like people going, Dear John, and they ask him a question. And it's just John Witherspoon going off for like a minute, minute and a half about like whatever subject this answer like this question one of, was. One of my favorite John Witherspoon just heat check performances is in the ladies man. He plays like oh. just like the old barback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You say shit. Scrap iron. Old scrap. Um and yeah, about uh, uh, Regina King as well. I would have absolutely loved more of that brother sister dynamic cuz the way they just like bickered back and forth was yeah, fucking their electric. Chemistry was they really had a, good. Yeah. A, hell of a chemistry yeah that was i i I, from you know i i didn't grow up with a brother or a sister but from the ones that i've observed like holy shit yeah there's there's a whole deleted scene where it's like uh them just basically filming the the porch montage where they're just like kind of waiting for you know fucking whatever Mm -hmm. and uh and his sister just keeps like turning the porch light on and they're just like turn it off (laughs) it's so funny too when he asks her for money and he's like they're gonna kill me and she's like no yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh something i need to talk about just because it makes me laugh is that so chris tucker's name is Smokey, yeah mm-hmm. and everybody is just so outraged that he smokes so much weed. Like his fucking name is Smokey. Like that's it's it's it had to have happened so much that that's his, that's how we got his nickname. Yeah. and you're still outraged that he smokes so much weed. I I 
Smokey's a, here's the thing. Smokey's uh, might be a genius. I wish there were <laughs> more instigator characters like Smokey in things, just like mischievous look. Cause he's all, he like, he's, he's rolling with like Debo and his crew at some point. He's rolling mm-hmm. with Hector and his crew at some point. And he's just kind of like stirring shit up at some points. It's I, I, I don't know. Like there's a, there's a fun chaos to that character that, you know, that's why he smokes so much weed to obfuscate all of his hijinks. Yeah, there's God, a little he, like, cr- which I need to tell this story real quick before we keep going with Chris Tucker. So my dad, I think he loves Friday so much because he's a big Chris Tucker fan. Mm-hmm. My um, parents, they bought they. Uh, this is about eight years ago, ten years ago. They bought a bought a got a new dog. Okay, they're they trying to figure out what they're going to name. Yeah, trying to figure out what they're going to call this new dog. And <laughs> my. Uh, Dad's uncle, my great uncle, he had a Shih Tzu, and he was like, "What was the name of that Shih Tzu?" And like, um, he's like, "It's like Chelsea." Is it Chelsea? And then uh, he couldn't figure out the name of it, and he kept saying Chelsea Carter, Chelsea Clinton, and he was. My dad was just remembering <laughs> Rush Hour bloopers, bloopers, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, he kept going Chelsea Carter, Chelsea Clinton, and then and then he was like, you know, we should name the dog Tucker. So my parents' dog is named after Chris oh, Tucker. That's so cute. That's so good. Um. Anyway, but like, he's just so fucking like stirring shit up. Like, the hardest I laughed is just him doing physical comedy bits. Like when he's rolling up the joint at one point, mm-hmm. he's like doing all kinds of weird shit with his tongue on it, <laughs> like licking it. And then like when he and Debo are breaking into the the the, the dude next door's house, like that. That it's just silent and it's just so mm-hmm. fucking funny. Just yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, the 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 flashback with him having accidentally smoked angel dust in the yeah, yeah. in the pigeon coop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his physical comedy is is it's fucking through the roof in in this and like you can kind of tell like this is his first thing and he's hungry as fuck and mm-hmm. he's like he is he is is leaving it all on the field uh, and this is not Chris Tucker Spawn Con. For the movie Air, featuring Chris Tucker, Ben Affleck, and Matt Damon, and Viola Davis. This is not that. Available on Amazon Prime <laughs> this April. Oh, is that a... I thought that was going to the theaters. It is. It'll be in the theaters, but it's it's Amazon's uh, studio, I believe. Oh, for, th- for three days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lead up to the Oscars? Um... You know what I loved that I saw in this movie, in that living room scene uh, with with uh, Ice Cube and 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 Chris Tucker and Neil Long, when um, Ice Cube comes back from the kitchen, he sits on the chair and he takes the pillow and he just like holds it in his lap. Mm-hmm. More representation of that in media, because that's how everyone <laughs> that's how everyone sits. God damn it, when they yeah. throw pillows about. <laughs> I know, same yeah. Felt seen. <laughs> we uh but me and my old roommates used to jokingly call those boner pillows because like if you get like a boner it's like oh it's a pillow and like put it there and like um <clears throat> back when the ice bucket challenge was big i did one you can look it up it's online but um there's a shot it it's only to make us laugh but like there's a scene like because the my ice bucket challenge i did not know the my fucking ice bucket challenge be brought up in this podcast but here it is <laughs> So my my bit was like I I did it and then like it was established that I quote had the same rules as Gremlins and then it cuts to a scene of, and it's like multiple me's all over the place because oh, I've been drenched <laughs> with water and then we're all like 
it's me and my roommates. We're all in the room together. It's like, two, I think it's like two different me's or whatever. Anyway, there's like three of me and then two of them. Anyway, we're all sitting on couches and we all have mm-hmm. these pillows in our laps and uh, <laughs> shit made me laugh. I, anyway. uh, I love that you put production value into your ice bucket, challenge. ice bucket challenge. Yeah. It just, it yeah. just makes me wish that, uh, you at one point had done a Harlem shake video as well. Cause I'm sure you would have gone all out for that. I just remember uh, my uh, Ice Bucket Challenge video for uh, everybody just thought it was the best one until Dave Grohl put his out. And you can't top that when he references Carrie the entire time. Anyway. One of my favorite moments in that scene, Rich, is when um, Craig's dad comes back and he says the dog bit him in the ass. And then there's like a shot and you can actually see like his ass (laughs) hang out of his pants with like a bandage on it. That was so funny to me. All day long, my dog just... My foot just up a dog's ass. <laughs> I choke him. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh. What a fucking His performance. Dude, I, I'm to end the, so the, the next movie. Peyton, the next movie, John Witherspoon is is cranked up to a hundred. Dials like this. I this is wait. like this is this is ten. <laughs> they he let him cranks it up to a thousand. They in the next let movie. him fucking ISO out. Like he has his own like section of the movie. Basically, the B plot is John Witherspoon with a uh, with an interesting conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing just fucking thinking about it. I can't Uh, watch this fucking movie. Can we just skip? All right, let's stop the podcast and just... (laughs) Well, we'll we'll, we'll wrap this one up. We'll do next Friday, and then we'll just do next Friday again. Yeah. I, uh, like, how we split Ghostbusters in the two episodes, we're going to do next Friday is going to be three episodes. That's how much we're going to talk about. episode on Pinky's record store. Yeah. Yeah. And then how Pinky was the stand-in for Worm. And anyway, uh, another thing this movie helped me with was it made me realize that all ice cream truck drivers are either drug dealers or pedophiles. Um, Mm. The first part from this movie. Uh, I've been been reading Mr. Mercedes, and in that case, murderer. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) We can all agree, like... There's there's something afoot with the uh with the Hagen dazs man, you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> But didn't stop us all from hailing that motherfucker down during the summer. What was y'all's ice cream truck order? Oh, always the the, the ninja turtle one. With the gumball eyes. <laughs> with the gumball eyes. <laughs> I, um, so we didn't really have an ice cream man. Cause like we would go to, cause Alabama university of Alabama used to play Legion field in Birmingham. And then when we're up there, there was an ice cream man and we used to hail that guy a lot. But then I moved, we moved to where I like town where I graduated high school from and everything. The ice cream man is, uh, just a dude in the Astro van. Yep. And it is like, we're not hailing that guy. Like, nope, not that guy. <laughs> I don't think I really had an ice cream truck, but I worked for a golf course, like snack bar once. And we had like all those ice creams and I always ate the chip witches. Oh yeah. I went through a big chip witch phase a few years mm-hmm. ago. Do, uh, um, did, did they actually stop? Did they do, did they stop Choco Tacos? Was that, uh, was that, was that not a publicity stunt? Uh, it's, it's, it, it's, it still could be, you know, they're just letting it simmer. Um, yeah, 
which is what I think is happening. Mm. Um, <clears throat> like what Twinkies would happen with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would, uh, the, the Ninja Turtle ice cream pop was always, uh, very high up there. Um, <clears throat> so was, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then would also, uh, regularly get some, uh, some sour warheads, uh, for about like 10 cents a piece. Uh, so, and then, uh, uh, a box of candy cigarettes, but well, that was my order. Uh, <laughs> that's, that was my go-to. Um, Johnny O'Mara, former guest of the show has a great story. He, I, he's probably told on some of our, one of our shows at some point in time. Uh, about uh, go through and listen to all the back catalog yeah. of everything on Arcade <laughs> Audio. Uh, about uh, his ice cream truck man also selling like Pokemon cards. Um, oh, but he was uh, opening them up and taking out the hits and resealing them. And so, like, he, Johnny like showed his dad and told his dad, and his dad like ran down the the ice cream truck guy and like confronted him. And he's just like, "All right, yeah, here, have all the hits." That's so fucking That's crazy. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. So not my story to tell, but I told it. Well, we'll, we'll get go. him back on the pod uh, to tell, tell, just tell that story. Uh, something we talked about uh, Craig being high earlier. I have this in my note because I got to bring this up. So that scene where he keeps he's like, you hear the phone ringing? And he's like, high as shit. Ninth grade drama class, we had to all do scenes. And I think we did a scene from Pulp Fiction, me and my scene partner, Jordan. I forget Jordan's last name, but we did it. We did the we did the Royale with cheese scene from Pulp Fiction. These other two dudes, I think they were seniors. I was in ninth grade, they were seniors. They did that scene from Friday as their fucking scene in drama class. And were you able I to pick I, your own scene or were they? Yes. Fine? Oh my god, that's yes. Crazy. And then I, as long as it was two minutes or over, you could do whatever scene you wanted. And I think, I think then that year, the the next year, drama teacher was like, you can't do stuff from movies. <laughs> like you had to do plays because yeah. everybody was doing fucking. Yeah. Somebody did, somebody did scenes from that fucking Jet Li movie. Um, God, what Jet Li? What the one? Oh man, no. Um, God, it's the one with. Um, I forget who else is in it. Shit. It's the one with DMX. It might have been that one. Hold up. Is that also the one with Bob Hoskins? I don't know. Cradle to the Grave is that one. Romeo Must Die. They did a scene for Romeo Must Die. (laughs) That was another scene that was done. (laughs) So you got like Pulp Fiction, Friday, Romeo Must Die. I remember we had to do monologues one time. I fucking did the I did the boomstick speech from Army of Darkness, which Uh I still have memorized to this day. I one thing we had to do a dramatic reading, and I read the fucking uh, prologue. From Max Payne. I just hit the microphone cord. Anyway, the prologue from Max <laughs> Payne that was in the fucking... Oh, my God, dude. That was... I, you you want to meet a weird kid. That was me in ninth grade. <laughs> obsessed with Evil Dead, talking about Spider-Man, which, guess what? Not shit has changed, everybody. <laughs> uh, 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 there's more character growth and development with Smokey in this movie than with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh man, I'm bullshitting. We would also just like talk like Smokey on the regular, just man. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we would quote like uh, I wrote the quote. Why are you bringing up old like, shit? I still say why are you bringing up old shit to this day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was so was funny. Cool. That that's the line. I was trying to think of the line that I thought was so funny earlier, and that was it. Like when when he was like, "You're the one that told me to to smoke," and he's like, "Why are you talking about old shit?" That cracked me up so much. <laughs> My favorite, one of my favorite memes I saw online was, uh, it's like Carl Sagan from Cosmos. It's like, Jupiter was a star that failed. And then it cuts to Jupiter and says, why you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> I was, uh, I was uh, watching this interview with F. Cary Gray. And he was talking about, like, one of the hardest things about working with Chris Tucker was, <laughs> was how fucking tight our budget was. We only had, like, one or two takes a mm-hmm. piece for each scene and chris tucker is out here making us fuck up as as jackie chan would say you're wasting our film <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was like um and, is that and like the jackie- conspiracy as to why chris tucker just did d- 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 stopped working as much is it just I like think no one could work with him? And then digital came along. It's like, well, let's maybe just not. Yeah, straight up. Uh, and Jackie Brown, because he plays. Um, yeah. What's his character in Jackie Brown? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. The dude I in forget the trunk, his name. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Quentin Tarantino, I think, had to leave the set. He was laughing so fucking much <laughs> yes! at Chris Tucker. <laughs> he is fuck, so funny. What in Jackie happened? Brown. Like, he is probably hard to work. Like I, his 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 price tag got kind of too big too. I think. I think it was a mixture of like I don't know if it was like he got really religious as well. Was was that what I, that might be something I heard that was might he, be true? I don't know. He also did like Silver Linings Playbook. Was he trying to do more like serious stuff? Yeah, I really don't know because like he didn't come back for next Friday. I don't know if that was because of the no. quote unquote religious stuff or like money i don't that's know that's crazy he he's wonder, such a big he part of this to, first movie yeah. yeah and but i don't know man day day is a pretty good replacement for mike Smokey. epps like uh, so i think i actually saw next friday before i saw friday and so to me mike epps was like the original sidekick to craig yeah and i remember like like early early on just being kind of like all right i know this is chris tucker but this is Mike Gepps's, like, you know, role. Um, so, but, like, yeah, just to show, like, Mike Epps is is really, I mean, it's, that, that role kind of like put yeah. Mike Epps on the map. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, forged, a, uh, like, a working relationship between him and Ice Cube, and then they do all, uh, all About the Benjamins together, which was shot in my hometown of Hollywood Beach, Florida. I almost feel like that just needs to be part of this franchise. Like we'll just go, we'll just go all ahead and watch. Also watch all about the Benjamins. Oh <laughs> uh, God, yeah. I could point out I, yeah. the uh, the swings that uh, uh, Ice Cube runs by that I got stuck in as a child because I was a, a, a portly rotund boy. Oh boy, portly rotund boy. That's a, that's a new clothing line that we're gonna we're coming out with. First shirt design. Well, Take me my, to your dealer. It's my favorite Queen deep cut. <laughs> short portly boy god short portly boy that's just that's a good like improv like short portly boy that's a tongue twister i guess yeah anyway. yeah uh man <laughs> i fucking love debo with the the bootleg ass jaws theme as his like character theme <laughs> You bring up the music. This fucking they even advertise it in the fucking trailer. This soundtrack for this mm. movie is fucking dope. The it's needle really drops are yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 
it does the score does have like a uh what am I looking for? Um like royalty free uh music library synth Casio <laughs> yeah. keyboardy. But the but the in the needle drops are fucking great, man. Because yes. you got uh, anyway. I think I had a list of it, but that was my note. Is one of my There's notes. Some, like is, Al yeah, the Green, I fucking dope. Al Green. Yeah. You got Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. You got Zap and Roger separate. Not none. Not, not in the same track. You got Zap on yeah. one song. You got Roger on another. No Bogo there. What else? <laughs> what else? We got Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's the first on the list. Let's see. Yeah, Curtis Mayfield, Temptations. And then like all the hip hop. James Brown, Cypress yeah. Hill, Two Live Crew. Yeah, Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew, fuck. Two Live Crew is Big funny videos. because because Hoochie, Hoochie Mama's just playing in Craig's girlfriend's car. She's driving away. And it's like barely <laughs> audible. You hear like you hear like maybe seven seconds of Hoochie Mama she drives away. <clears throat> God, there are so many comps to like the the, the just sort of neighborhood block culture of Compton and the neighborhood block culture of like how areas of Hollywood, Florida that I like, I grew up near and around um, that like, fuck that. I just see like so much of my childhood in this movie. Like, uh, uh, like, and yeah, like two live crew with like, that's a fucking South Florida group too. Like even mm-hmm. in the, the musical DNA who like, you know, the LA is not uh, at any shortage for local fucking exemplary hip hop artists. But they're still, you know, bringing two live crew into it. Like, let's fucking go. It's great. I don't know what my what point was. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I, I two live crew. That's a guy I used to hang out with, um, named Jacob, who he introduced me to Twin Peaks. Anyway, um, one time there was a lull in the conversation, and he just goes, ah, two live crew," and that was that's how he broke the silence. And I just that's what I think of with two live crew every time. It's just like. So if you're like, it's a lull of a conversation, just go, man, two live crew. crew. <laughs> and that'll start a conversation. I've done it multiple times okay. and it's worked. Because right. <laughs> everybody's got an opinion about two live crew. Um, another thing that I love about this movie is just the concept of just like hanging out on the front porch. Mm-hmm. We had like a bunch of kids in the neighborhood. We were all pretty much around the same age. And like, that is how we spent a good... 65% of the summer was just hanging out on each other's front porches. And there I, are- I, oh God, the, the, the thing this movie gets so fucking like g- well is, is just like, just blatantly b- just watching all the neighborhood drama. Unfold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there mean- are, there are three movies that I have watched that I could feel while watching it. Mm. Those movies are Friday like if you can you you know what the atmosphere feels like like you you're you know what they're feeling like mm-hmm. the heat and like yeah, the, the heat weather and humidity, yeah all that stuff this movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre and uh a Jack Nicholson movie called The Passenger that's the other one uh and also add The Florida Project yes yeah that's another one yeah, yeah. you can definitely feel that fucking that movie oh god that movie smells like cigarettes. Like I, I <laughs> no, the specifically pro- that yeah. movie smells like a motel room that allows smoking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, thinking that, about that, that, that's what shows a good movie is that you know yeah. what it feels like. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not just the Sensory visual and the sound. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
What were you saying, Peyton? <laughs> um, talking about the neighborhood thing, another one of my favorite scenes is actually I noticed that the movie passes the Bechtel test when um, Craig's mom is leaving to go to work and she sees Mrs. Parker and she's Hi, like, Miss Parker. <laughs> and she's like, You tell him you 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 talk to me when you get back. And she's like, I sure I will. <laughs> but she's like, <laughs> my my she's favorite delivery she is <laughs> my yeah my favorite delivery of a line in this movie <laughs> this this rewatch around yeah. was okay okay <laughs> oh, you talk to me when you get back okay <laughs> just like the the forced plastered grin. And the talking through the teeth. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, the, that's an emotion. His mom is so good. That is so funny. That that is if you could give a nomination for one word, <laughs> like that right there. Holy fucking shit. Just dripping. A word oozing. In connotation. I know. Yeah, you bringing up his mom, like this movie is just it's the perfect cast. Like it, it is, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody Felicia, else. Felicia, actress playing Felicia, she's so funny. <laughs> she's like, I need to borrow your microwave. Actually, can I like take it to my house? <laughs> oh, uh, trying to borrow, borrow uh, Smokey's car. There's a longer <laughs> deleted scene for that too. That's, that's also very fucking funny. But also, was- like Felicia strikes that amazing balance of. Like being hilarious and being a punchline, but also like being incredibly sympathetic as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, that, this, yeah, this, yeah. By the way, this is the first time I realized that Felicia and Debbie are sisters. Yeah. I did not oh, really <laughs> realize that until this time. Anyway, I was like, huh? Um, I and oh, sorry, correct. Yeah. I don't need to editorial department correct myself. It's Tommy Lister, not Tony. I, I think I was mixing up him and Tony Todd. I apologize. Anyway, Tommy Lister. So hold back your tweets. Yes. <laughs> For all the angry tweets that we receive from all of our <laughs> listeners. The origins of why Nick Lathan, anyway, thinks. <laughs> Nick Lathan besmirches the memory of Zeus. Oh, I've heard <laughs> some bad com. stories about him. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, what was I going to say? At uh, Comic-Con... Uh, this past year, the Comic Con exclusive for WWE was a um, uh, a two figure set based off of the poster for No Holds Barred. So it had Hulk Hogan as Rip, and it had uh, uh, Tiny Lister as Zeus. And man, God, the packaging was great. Fucking everything, everything was fucking great. The setting was great that it came with. It just it just it just gets me happy. It makes me it gives me again more fond memories of Tiny Lister. Sorry, I just you brought a tiny lister again. I just don't want to bring that up because you know I bring I, uh, up the figures anytime I can on here. For your uh, for your birthday a couple years ago, I almost bought you a Ripem shirt, and then I realized, oh. oh wait, Hulk Hogan wore this shirt, and then I didn't get it for you. <laughs> yeah, I've been conflicted about getting it myself. You know, for years, just like ah, I should just I should just pull the trigger. And it's just like, ah, yeah, but the, the guy, he's such a piece of shit. You heard that he uh he's like being courted by Scientology, right? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, he's like dating a very high-profile Scientologist, and and let me tell you, the fact that he's lived in 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 Clearwater for so long, and this is like just happening, is honestly kind of surprising. Uh, but also, they kind of fucking deserve each other. 
So look for Hulk Hogan in Mission Impossible uh, <laughs> Dead Reckoning Part 2. Anyway. I know we're jumping <laughs> jumping around a lot, but just while we're talking about um, uh, Felicia, I really love um, near the end that Debbie is the one that like stands up to... Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? Depot? Debo. Yeah. Debo. Yeah. I just thought that... Because like... Of the whole movie you watch like uh, all the men in this movie are afraid of him and i just thought it was like really it was really surprising and really powerful to see like the the lead female in the movie like stand up to the the big bully even though she couldn't like fight physically fight him i thought that was really cool yeah yeah the the, the i never fucking clocked that as yeah. as well as as you just fucking did right there and and like when you consider that and like all the things that the movie does like in wrapping up all the other stories just in Mm -hmm. that climax (laughs) pardon me um it's like really impressive (laughs) like you know uh uh, the 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 fact that we know that um craig's dad was a boxer Without mm-hmm. them ever having to say like, "Oh, your dad's old boxing career" or something like that, right? Like right. they never said boxing once. Uh, but we have like this whole, and and it all comes back with the 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 speech he gave earlier, and uh, yeah, and then and then after Debo gets, you know, they 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 wrap up all the other things, you know, uh, uh, fucking Smokey gets his money back, Ezel steals his shoes, you know, like there's, there's Red gets there's his, le- left his chain yeah, that his Red- grandma gave him. My grandma would give me this chain. <laughs> Gets him back on the bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love the, the fucking sound effect of that fucking bike cracks me up so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just want to get some some uh, rapid-fire quotes real quick yes, that I have written down. Yeah, I, just wanna, I just want to get them out. Kool-Aid, no sugar. Peanut butter, no jelly. <laughs> ham, no burger. <laughs> Smokey, you been eating corn, huh? Smokey oh shitting. Oh my god. Yeah, Smokey, oh, that was awesome. Smokey, I ain't taking a shit. <laughs> Who was the, I, car, I, that's something... the car washer guy? What's his character's name? Ezel. He was funny too, yeah. Yeah. He, when he I... when he falls in the in the convenience store. <laughs> My back, my neck, my back, my neck, my back, oh my, my neck, yeah, my back. When he's, when he's, that's the other line that killed me was when he's like uh, negotiating with a store owner and he's like, he's like, um, he's like a, a dollar and some bubble gum, or yeah, I, 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 something to the tune of one hundred fifty thousand dollars. But I'll settle, uh, but I'll settle right now for twenty dollars cash. Yeah, I was like, all right, that was a bubble gum. Um, I, I, I'm glad that we've really held out, and uh, we did a very, very good job of holding out on this becoming the Chris Farley show. As Nick yeah. was so afraid uh, until just now, and I feel like we've earned being able to do this because I also, God, something that like anytime I hear this word, just I have to like mumble it under my breath. Just he think he a Mac. <laughs> macaroni <laughs> macaroni it's so quick when he says it. <laughs> it's just anytime i hear macaroni i'm just like, macaroni <laughs> i uh i did the man the, the these i just I remember making my ringtone but just the sound of uh john witherspoon eating grapes <laughs> it's why did uh, this why this movie was nominated for academy award for best sound john witherspoon has some of the best mouth work that we've seen on screen oh yeah in the last 35 years 
<laughs> What's funny is that Mike Epps, going back to him in the next movie, mm-hmm. has the same type of facial tics that John Witherspoon has. Oh, yeah. Some one. would say that, yeah, Mike Epps has has a lot of tendencies of a young John Witherspoon. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. It's 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 funny, like, talking thinking about Ice Cube and, like, because this is the first comedy, of course, like, I just remember... Like you, you know, you don't think Ice Cube comedy, and then like all of a sudden this comes out, and then like they start putting him in more, more and more comedies, and like he obviously he's not the funniest part in this one, but I tell you what, Twenty Two Jump Street, the oh. hardest I fucking laughed in that movie is oh. fucking Ice Cube. <laughs> he's the funniest goddamn part of that movie. Thousand percent. Oh my god, when he finds out. Spoiler alert for 22 Jump Street, but when he finds out that Jonah Hill's having sex with his daughter and they're at the fucking like family day shit and like it's just it's just Ice Cube get trying to get some green beans at a buffet. I was <laughs> in tears in the theater laughing at that fucking movie. Uh, anyway. I mean, I'm a f- like I'm a f- I'll say it. I'm a fucking fan. Like when Peyton said that he almost nominated the Barbershop series, I was like very into the idea of doing those movies as well. Because guess what? I fucking love those first two movies. Uh, those those were on a regular rotation growing up. Uh, what else? The fucking um, uh, uh, oh god, what was some other shit that he did, man? What was like? I, I still never seen Boys in the Hood, by the way. Um, oh, Boys in the Hood's great. I mean, he's not it's not really funny, but right. <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, let him do the fucking Are You There Yet's and the fucking... Uh, uh, ride-alongs. Ride-alongs, you know? Let him have his fun, you know? He's giving us all about the Benjamins. <laughs> I almost feel like we need to talk about that movie in the for the fourth episode. I can give you the goddamn walking tour of that movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we should... Uh... This is Nick's on the beach. They're famous for their daiquiris and frozen drinks. The Mahi here is fantastic. <laughs> We're just going to do a, a, se- a season in which we just talk about Ice Cube movies. Comedy, specifically. Well, can, when can we finally do the uh, the franchise surprise sp- uh, uh, travelogue uh, uh, travel show spinoff? When can we do that, huh? In which we just go, we're just in South Florida talking about locations from Too Fast, Too Furious, and uh, all about the Benjamins. I could, we can do those. Those are like all within a block, like no joke. We'll do, we'll do a tour of um, all while staying at the wonderful Margaritaville Hotel and Resort. We'll do a Hollywood uh, Beach, Florida, a, a Central Alabama um, episode all about big fish, in which I go like, yeah. In this scene, the car drives by, and all of a sudden, the next shot it's in it's it's three towns over. Very confusing. <laughs> Y'all, straight up though, I remember watching Big Fish for the first time, going, "What the fuck?" That's like how I am whenever I, every time I watch a movie it takes place in Chicago. I'm like, "Why is he?" I was like, "He lives in Naperville. And he's driving south." <laughs> There's like sometimes you just try and like forget it. It's like, well, I guess if they cut out transferring. At Belmont, that would make sense. <laughs> you know, like, I'll watch Child's Play, and I'm like, "All right, so they're going, they're going south, but like clearly based on the buildings, that red line's going north." And it's just shit like. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why is he going east anyway? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the travelogue season. I like that idea. We should have done that um, when we were in Pasadena for the Halloween movies. I mean, anyway. Lord knows there's still like a billion play. We didn't go to a single Fast and Furious location. No, we didn't. We fucking did not have enough time to do yeah. all the shit we did. 
God, we do silly us thinking what six days would have been enough. Dude, we packed like three weeks worth of shit into a week. It's it was incredible. fucking insane. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta go back. Um, what else? We have to go back. Oh, <laughs> by the way, uh, I've decided that the Indiana Jones season is gonna be six episodes long because one of them is gonna be about the theme park. There's Hell a lot yeah. theme park shit. <laughs> Another excuse to do a theme park episode. <laughs> Whatever, man. It fucking makes all of us very happy. <laughs> How many other theme park episodes have we done? On the, we, I know we Not did enough. a Fast and Furious theme park episode. Anyway, when we do Star Wars, we're going to do it. It's going to be 12 episodes long because we're doing a fucking theme park episode. Anyway, this is a franchise surprise episode about Friday. Depending on <laughs> when we do Star Wars, Johnny may have stayed at that fucking oh, the, the star cruiser star cruiser i got a god i keep getting fucking emails from disney going hey you should go and i'm like no i'm not doing that shit anyway yeah i can't their store did johnny get like a special deal it's so expensive no i think he just was kind of saving for it oh okay. um also he's a pervert about he owns several he's a pervert them. He's a pervert about this stuff. He owns several of the actual like expensive lightsabers. And, oh and, wow! And yeah. multiple kyber crystals. <laughs> did y'all did y'all see the new officially licensed lightsaber that's going to be coming out? I did no. see it. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's 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 like a hilt, and then you press a button and a fucking blade comes out and makes the noise and it fucking glows and what? it's like that how? technology. I don't know how the fuck how? they're doing it. It's fucking nuts. I'll send you the TikTok. Motherfucker. Anyway. Yeah, don't Sapa. send us that TikTok. Not the one with the fucking creepy robots. That shit was crazy to me, though. Oh, the Judy Hops. The Judy Hops robot. Fucking yeah. Kill it. Kill it. Anytime, <laughs> a, anytime I see some weird innovation stuff, I got to send it to you guys just because it's imagineering. Get ready to be say? killed by Judy Hops on rollerblades. Can I just? Say, I thought that shit was cool. No, it is I, cool. It is cool. It is. I, is, I think that cool. that one, the Spider-Man one that jumps across the people, that's crazy too. What I mean, the fuck? What? what? <laughs> that is fucking insane. Um, I finally like just saved that to my phone per- permanently. Um, <laughs> for for the, the listener. Uh, we were at uh, California Adventure, and we did the Spider-Man, watched the Spider-Man jump thing, and like, we all were marveling at it, and then like I did a video of it, and then uh, later on, I was, uh, we were like back at the Airbnb, and me and Regina were like, you know, sitting there wa- like looking over everything, and I watched that video, and all of a sudden, like, couldn't really hear what was going on, because everybody was so excited, but then the video, you just hear uh, Charlie going, what the fuck, what? <laughs> Loud as possible around all these children, and children, it's so fucking families, funny. <laughs> fucking I'm sure she was the first one. Uh, I, so f- I was also on the same page with her, and that we thought it was a human man in that suit. So yeah, yeah it's crazy that that's an animatronic. That's yeah. insane. I thought that like jumps when some- through the air. Yeah, I thought someone <laughs> was just fucking pulling my leg when they when they told me that. But no, I looked it up, and they were not lying to me. Did you not watch the uh, the Imagineering the doc? Imagineering I must have, story, I yeah. must have been on my phone during that part. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the theme park one's going to be a lot of fun. Um, also, while we're on the topic of just like other podcasts, um, I want to say... While we've uh, not talked about Friday for like 15 minutes. Go ahead. I love... Well, I mean, like, we did the thing. Yeah, just yeah. like Angela Bassett. Um <laughs> 
so uh <laughs> boy Peyton, boy did i did i uh really appreciate the uh queer movie night uh oscar uh, uh thank you yeah fuck uh <laughs> and straight up deb like oh like really kind of uh uh, kind of turned me around on the whole Andrea Riseborough thing. Mm. Um, like it sucks that it like happened with her and the way that it did. But like, if it if it, especially in a year where uh, the studios didn't fucking choose to campaign, nope, Woman King until wonder what those have in common. Um, like I, I, if you see a fucking opportunity, fucking take it. Again, it sucks the way it happened. The way it happened, but like, right. if it fucking changes like the way campaigns like are fucking done, then like. You know, maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, I I gotta talk. I gotta talk about this. I have been so fucking frustrated with movies recently, just from showing them in the fucking theater. And it's been, it's been. Oh god damn it! Like, like last year, one of my favorite movies, Confess Fletch, played in the theater for a week, and then they dumped it on VOD. And I get why they do it; it's because of money. But like, there's just it's 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 just it's still not on. Regular Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. It's on Paramount Plus with Showtime. Oh yeah, I think it's exclusive to Showtime. But like, I get pissed off because like, I you know, I don't, I don't know if it was good or bad or not. But I was gonna go see Ant Man. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go see that in IMAX. And then I wanted to wait a week. But then like, every fucking movie shot in IMAX now, so you get IMAX for a week. Oh, uh, yeah. And then everything's fucking gone. Like, like Fast and Furious. Was it Fast and Furious? No, it was Top Gun. Top Gun went to go see it in IMAX, and then two weeks later, Jurassic Park, and then that that ate the fucking. I mean, it made money, but like it was shitty. And then like IMAX had to be like, oh, we're bringing Top Gun back because it's like it's a better movie. Yeah. But anyway, just the state of it, fucking movies and the theater are just so bad right now. Tell in my you what, opinion. man, been going to a Alamo Draft House, and as far yeah. as theater experiences go, it's fucking great. Oh boy, oh boy, howdy! Like we we went and saw Ant Man there, and like you know. It's no fucking IMAX or whatever, but they had the little quantum menus with the magnifying glass, and it was oh, a lot of fun. Time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. But but these, like, big... Because th- we have nothing but AMCs around here, right. and, like, just they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, that's why yeah. it's, like, if I have to go for something, like a big spectacle then then we just like fucking splurge and just go for the for the fucking 40x that's when we yeah. go to those but yeah there's there's really no reason to go to like any sort of like in between like they there's there was an article going around that the new 400 is is probably going to close whenever the I know I'm so sells sad. That property it sucks yeah. um cuz that's the Re- I know Regal's closing a bunch of theater or any of the Regal's being affected up there not, Not that, that I've, I've heard. heard of, yeah, oh. yeah, because uh, yeah, those are a step up from even though Regal does sell Pepsi, it's a step up from AMC <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, the, I just saw Scream Six at the Regal and the, with the comfy seats, uh, amazing. The did you see that three times? You logged it three times on Letterbox. No, no, I wish I saw it three. I'm I'm probably gonna go see it again. I just wanted to leave three very different, <laughs> distinct reviews. <laughs> <laughs> That shit, man. I was like Peyton get fucking going into going in hard on some Scream Six. Anyway, but I'll tell you, your laugh. AMC is creeping into Chicago territory as well because they took over the Evanston uh, theater that, that was up there, and yeah, then they, they took, took over, the, over Arclight, yeah. the ArcLight. Yeah, so, so yeah, both of the, the Evanston one was an ArcLight, and this one, and yeah, 
I fucking hate um, it. No, the so Evanston much. wasn't an arc light. The Evanston yeah. was like a no, no, no. The arc light was in uh, 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 Lincoln Park by IO. That there was, was the two. Ar- there was two arc lights no, in Chicago. The one in Evanston that I'm thinking of, anyway, the one by the Chili's, that was always a uh, uh, fucking like a Cinemark or whatever. What was the other one? It wasn't. It's it's in I one don't of the know north about suburbs. The talking about there was an arc light. Um, shit. Hold on. Chili's. New City. Well, that's the one I'm thinking of. There was um, there was one in a north suburb that was an arc light, and that arc light opened before the arc light at New City did. Yeah. Anyway, but it's closed now. So, but yeah, it's just I don't know. AMC is 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 the biggest theater chain, and they're just they just don't give a shit about the. Their business, like, yeah, yeah, it's just like people come come see movies, and then like it's just not a good experience seeing movies. Yeah, Yeah. did you not? Did did hey AMC? Did you not see the clip of Steven Spielberg weepily thanking Tom Cruise for saving the theatrical industry? Get your shit together. Did they not watch their own Nicole Kidman ad? Truly. That's what fucking made me mad. Was like they're like, guess what? AMC's making a sequel to the. I'm like, take the fucking money you're paying Nicole Kidman for that fucking sequel and fucking put it in your goddamn theaters. Yeah, I'll tell you what. uh, What Nicole Kidman is not doing, I'll tell you. Nicole Kidman is not selecting the most expensive seat in a theater because you know why? It's not because she can't afford it. Obviously, she can afford it, but because she's a sensible lady. (laughs) <laughs> Which, by the way, that experimental uh, thing they're doing with uh, seat, like more expensive seats, yeah, is um, guess what? If you pay twenty bucks a year, don't fucking worry about it because that's all it is. And like, you get the anyway. The AMC, it's twenty dollars a year. I have that. Is the AMC stubs? like a list? Yeah, it's like stubs or a list, but it's twenty dollars for one year. You get no theater fees, and you get to the front of the line to the fucking snack. You can like. You get free upgrades. It's fucking worth 20 bucks a year. Anyway. Sounds like the genie plus of movie theaters. <laughs> anyway, enough about my... But anyway, that's why I haven't been going to the... Because th- I was like... Wanted to make a point this year to go 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 to the movies at least once a week. But like mm-hmm. now, it's just like there's no fucking point. Because yeah. it just fucking sucks. <laughs> anyway. I have a better experience at home. And that's why theaters die, because people have a bitter experience at home. Also, you remember the fucking landmark century now in Clark? In the yes. in, in fucking Lincoln Park. Yeah. Man. I you know, every now and then I'm just kinda like, oh man, I'm only I'm like a bus ride away from there. I should go to that theater more often. And then every time I go, like I'm reminded of the of the, the MC Escher ass fucking painting that, that it that bil- that it the building that it's in. <laughs> fucking like labyrinthian you can't fucking find anything is it like um piper's alley it's it's worse it's worse than piper's alley i don't know how you could get worse than piper's alley you it's (laughs) it's uh uh uh, cut the lighting in half like make everything like dark gray um add like there's like an axe throwing place in there that you you, you've never seen but you know is open because the sign's new (laughs) yeah a weird building. <laughs> I just always wow. check the elevator out. Yeah. 
I well, even like finding the right theater is like. Well, oh yeah, that's true. Here, it's on a couple different the floors. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was your go-to theater, wasn't Peyton for a while because you lived near there. Yeah, I used to live over there, so it was close. Yeah, and they yeah. get good theater. And they get, like, they, they um they show theater. a lot of like indie films yeah. there mm-hmm. too. Yeah, usually you if, watch if all it's... the Indiana Jones movies there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm being, I'm being, I'm being stupid. No, uh, no, you got it. Um, is there anything? Oh, I know, else I got stupidity. We, yeah. Is there anything else we should say about Friday? Uh, the last thing I'll say is, uh, this uh, the the movie was directed by F. Gary Gray, who directed Fate of the Furious, and you know the thought of uh, Ice Cube having a character in the the Fast Saga um, doesn't appall me. Um, it's something I'd be interested in. I, I know, feel like he'd fit right Gary in Gray there. Doesn't, he would, you they're know. Just, I mean, they're he just was like a ragtag, a ragtag group of family members. He was in, he was in Triple X, Triple X as well. Uh, so there's the Vin Diesel connection. Um, yeah, you know, I know F. Gary Gray is no longer affiliated with the franchise, but it's you know, there's there's still the connection got me thinking. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it. That's all I. I'm done. Put a my final in me. My final thought was, uh, let's do this biggest laugh of the movie. I'll go first. Mine was when um, Janet Jackson took off her hat and her braids came with it. (laughs) That was a great, great, great visual gag. Like the and then Chris Tucker's face when he saw that. It's the one-two punch of that shit, which is fucking phenomenal. It it almost made. The minute and a half of like fat shaming of the, with yeah, Chris yeah. Tucker doing that to that poor woman's face. I know. Yeah. Like almost I, worth, but goddamn, that is a very good one. I love that um, Smokey asks if she has a big ass. And then, like, when you, when her character's introduced, they zoom in on her <laughs> ass. And I was like, I was like, Smokey can't be mad. She has a bit, she has a huge ass. She answered the question. <laughs> yeah. Asked and answered. Check. Check. Um, I I already said mine earlier. Uh, the okay, yeah, <laughs> that that fucking got me. Uh, I'm trying to remember what was my biggest laugh. I think it was probably that moment, or I don't know. There was some. I can't remember. Next time I'm going to like write down the moments that make me laugh. Cause like there were so many lines and stuff that like, I was like, Oh, that's so clever. That's so fun. The... And like, I think, I think like overall the movie like aged pretty well. There was just like a couple things that like, um, like there was like a no homo moment, which was like, it wasn't mm. even that bad, but it was fine. And then it, it was kind of funny when like Chris was, was, um, Hi, and he was like, "You look. I what do you say? You look funny or something? I can't remember what it is." Yeah, but um, and then like the fat shaming, but other than that, I felt like most of the jokes were pretty timeless. For a 1995 comedy, yeah, ca- came out pretty pretty unscathed. Yeah, yeah. I love uh Peyton how you call him Chris, like you know him. Yeah, I do. You're, you're good, good friends with Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker here. <laughs> I love that two of these uh, actors went off to be in the fifth element. That is, of course, uh, <laughs> Chris Tucker as Ruby Rod, and then uh, Tommy Lister as the president of the United States, or like the president of Earth, or whatever yeah. he was. That's a Pegasus. Oh, that's, that's a, a pedigree. That's a legacy. 
I almost yeah. called it a Pegasi. I'm just uh, b- b- picturing a Luke Benson watching Friday and going, I, f- I found my Ruby <laughs> Rose <Rowan> in my president. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, DJ Pooh did uh, the audition uh, for Gary Oldman's character, but um, he didn't, didn't, make, didn't get a callback. <laughs> Are you okay? I wasn't thinking of Zorg or whatever his name is. I was for some reason I was thinking about his character from The Professional. It is DJ Poo going every you know doing like yelling that. Uh, and also just pour one out for John Witherspoon, man. He's he's he the was genius. the backbone of this fucking franchise. Yeah, he he's he's legit. Like if he was not in this, like Chris Tucker's great and all, mm-hmm. Mike Epps is great and all, but if. John Witherspoon was not in these fucking movies. Uh, no, it wouldn't have absolutely. It, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, um, wouldn't have gone in my opinion. Uh, do you want to? Are we? Are we going to rate these movies? Uh, and if so, uh, you want to do it out of blunts? Yeah, sure. We'll give it a. We'll, we'll do blunts. Um, God, this one because I know how much I love the next one. Uh, out of five, I'm going to give this. I'll probably give this a. Uh, I guess a four out of five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'll give it. Yeah. I think I'll give it a four, four out of five as well. Just like leaving myself some room for, for two and three. But, um, I really enjoyed it and I was pleasantly surprised by how well it held up, not knowing like what it was going to be about. Um, and yeah, just some, um, interesting care. I, I just loved how colorful it was and how distinct the, the characters were and the performances were really good. Like, I don't know if I, if I read the script of a movie, if I would have been like, Oh, this is funny. This is hilarious. But like every single one of the actors was just perfect for their role. And just the performances are like gold golden. Yeah. And, and, also just something that i love as someone who who frequently revisits this movie uh we've we've watched it uh at least within the last like year and a half because i know we've watched it previously in this apartment um previously in this apartment previously um and yeah like a good meal like good like a good home style meal it sticks to your fucking bones like it stays with you like this is like this is there's parts that you're just gonna keep thinking about and like there's gonna be scenes that you just like pull up on youtube and 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 yeah parts that just like yeah will become part of your vernacular like like by felicia fucking did for the entire fucking culture at one point there there are movies that i call uh chores movies they're not a chore to watch. Mm-hmm. They're movies you put on in the background mm-hmm. while you're doing chores that you can, as we jokingly say often on this show, uh, stand up and watch for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's dad the part style. Where, it's the part where uh, uh, Bernie Mac's going to get chased out of the house. All right. Yeah. I'm going to watch this part. <laughs> so, like, it's like, oh, this kind of a, this is one of the two montages. I can go do some shit over yeah. here real quick. <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those movies up there with uh, my most recent one I did that with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pulp Fiction is another um, background, a chore movie. 
<laughs> the oh, Nice yeah. Guys is a good chore movie. Um, anyway. So that being it's like said, having an old friend. I say anyway. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this this is very much an old friend. I, I was I was I was excited when it got selected. I got a little worried with how well things aged because it has been a while since I've seen Next Friday. Um, but I think the I think we're wor- off to a, a a fantastic start. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it four point five blunts. Ooh, 4.5. Yeah, I really think the worst aged one is probably going to be Friday After Next. Yeah, right? Like, isn't that fucking That's stupid how, like, there's that, that, like, curve, like, like that bell curve of, like, the, the... Well, especially if, like, it came out... In the early 2000s, which I'm assuming yeah, it's it did. Yeah, like early mid 2000s. It's, it's, like it's like 2005. Yeah, I feel I like I feel like movies that came out in that period were just like are, trying to be like edgy, yeah, and edgy, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the fucking Dane Cook over here. <laughs> I feel like from about I feel like from about 2003 to when Iron Man came out. Iron Man was the the end of that era. <laughs> but uh, so that's 2008. But like that five year period, like. Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween's another prime example of like <laughs> at the time because we talked about it on that episode. I was right. talking about this that episode in particular a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because it it, it it's because it's me, Johnny, and Spencer. Because Peyton, Peyton hadn't seen it at the time and didn't really participate in that type of humor. I want to say, yeah. But like <laughs> the three of us kind of like analyzed it and was like, yeah, we were pretty shitty back then. And um, anyway, it's a good. Yeah, <laughs> reflect back on how yeah. we how we used to be. There we was like this of window of, of dirt bag. Yeah, because even yeah. like the mm-hmm. late nineties, early two thousands, with like car crash TV and like the too hot for TV type of stuff. Like even that was like based in a certain amount of like obviousness. It was like all overtly sexual and stuff like that. And very, very like skin deep. Whereas like whatever was happening in those like mid to, to late two thousands, like was just absolutely unhinged. It's like, so like the, the culture as a whole knew there was like this great reckoning coming uh, for for your fucking insensitive content, and there everyone's like, get it in while we still can. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's anyway. It's remarkable the things they were saying yes to at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I blame it on the Attitude Era. Well, that's oh, that's I think that's the point I was gonna make is like the so the Attitude Era was during like that that car crash TV uh, uh, time, whereas this is more so uh, the ruthless aggression era, uh, where they're doing like even fucking you lost me wackier shit, uh, like punting babies into the fucking crowd and shit. <laughs> you got fucking fucking uh, 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 Triple H accusing Kane. Of being a fucking necro of uh, necrophiliac uh, 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 on on fucking prom night on 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 primetime television, like it's it was it was fucking bizarre, the weird shit where you're just like, 
who's right mind? And the, the answer is fucking Vince McMahon, who, as uh, Sarah Shockey once famously said, uh, 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 plop, plop, Swiss, Swiss, oops, there goes another fish, uh, presuming that his brain is a fucking fishbowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this has been a good podcast. <laughs> I did not think this episode would go over an hour. We're doing pretty good. <laughs> I believe in us. Oh, oh, man. Anyway, well, that's how we rated it. All right, let's do some <laughs> plugs. I uh, do not follow me. I recently deleted um, Instagram. I've been trying to get some writing done, and I deleted Instagram. And um, I might not go back. I, I, might for va- I might post some vacation photos, but... I remember you know, when it's, I... It's gone. It's off my phone. I'm not worried about it. When I turned notifications off, even that, from notifications from Instagram, even that was like a fucking... I've never had notifications on for clearing. that. That was yeah. huge. Because, like, you get on Instagram, it's like, yeah, it's just fucking same shit over and over and over again. I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. But um, anyway, so don't follow me on there. Um, Follow me on Letterboxd if you have to follow me somewhere. But I prefer you don't. It's... <laughs> you, can, you can if you want to, but yeah, <laughs> rate and review this show. Listen to Screaming the Scream with Nick and Sarah Jean. I think at this point, I know we're recording an episode this Sunday. I think an episode of second season. I know we're talking about Catherine Bigelow's Near Dark. I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, anyway, yeah. listen to that. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter, um, and listen to me on Queer Movie Night with deb duncan we just i don't know when this episode's coming out but as we talked about earlier we just did a a teaser episode um about the oscars and we have two uh new episodes coming up soon as well and uh you can follow me at rich cammy on all socials uh, including tiktok trying to get back to doing some duets with uh, roller coasters and rides and whatnot um also the whack pack live on twitch and instagram uh and uh, then also uh you can see me live as part of comedy sports uh with uh their show uh oh god house party uh i'll be doing that show april 14th yeah what about tweets uh april 14th um that's uh that's at piper's alley uh, and then on April 20th, 420, hey, 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 how about it, huh? Topical, huh? Um, I make my minor league debut, uh, also at Piper's Alley. Go to, uh, cszchicago.com for tickets and more info. Rip, you, you, you feel like you're about to fall asleep on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm here a hundred percent. We can go, we can, I forgot the, the other pocket, you know, a blank slate. Uh, listen to the, the Oscar draft that we did. I can do this all day, Captain America. Um, man. What a time. Oh, man. All right. Well, that was this was Friday. Come back next Friday for next Friday. So um, I'm excited about this. Oh, God, anyway, I may I may watch it twice. I'm excited know. since you guys like it so much. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to it. What's funny is that I probably haven't seen it since like 2007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 uh coming into this rewatch very trepidatious. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it may hold up, it may be horrible humor-wise. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time I saw any of this movie was on one of the TVs at Holiday Club. 
Um, oh, a long, wow. long time ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I've actually, I think I've only been to Holiday Club once, and it was to eat dinner with you. We ate dinner there. Yeah, I got the meatloaf, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, it was very funny. Um, All right, well, yeah, come back next episode. No, yeah, Travis before. was there. We were talking he about Riverside there. Falls. Holy yeah, shit. We wow. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That was like the first time we got together to talk about that. Yeah. I don't know why Travis was there. Anyway, he didn't. He was just on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Travis didn't do any of the work. He just shut up and improvised. <laughs> uh, anyway, what was he going to say? Uh, yeah, come back next week for next Friday. Uh, Rip, take us out with a quote after this yawn's over. The word today is pod. P-O-D. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.